Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Not Another Sales podcast, the final installment of Face Your Fears. And the final fear we're going to be talking about is the fear of change. We are creatures of habit. You know, we feel safe when we know what's going on in our daily life and our routine. But when this feeling of security in the known is challenged by this perceived uncertainty in the unknown, we sometimes become uneasy and unsure of how we should react. And having this fear of change can sometimes create this negative impact on our lives, stopping us from really exploring what we're capable of. To discuss these points in today's episode, I'm joined by founder of Mindful Talent and executive coach Alistair Gray, change specialist and head coach at imachangemaker.com, Andrew Tilling, and NLP practitioner and coach Sarah Gregg. They're going to be sharing some unmissable actions that you can take to become more equipped at dealing with change and also how you can alter your perception of change from a negative to a positive one. So sit back, grab a pen and pad and enjoy. Hey Chris, it's Alistair Gray, the founder of Mindful Talent. And we're talking about the fear of change. Now, the fear of change is an interesting one. And uh, when I say it's interesting, it's because it's a very common fear for people to, to have, right? And for me, it kind of stems from the way our, our brain is programmed. Uh, our brain is obviously one of its primary functions is, is to make sure that we stay safe. In fact, it's scanning five times every second in our environment for threat. And it operates on this threat reward kind of function, which means that when, I'm, when it perceives something as a threat, we move away from it. OK. And when we perceive something as a reward, we move towards it. Now, for many people, a high percentage of people, the the fear of change or change in itself can appear as a threat. And the reason for that is that um, we will have a comfort zone. We'll feel comfortable within a particular setting or environment. And that may be because of the time we've spent in that environment. And when the, the, the opportunity for change shows up, whether that is through choice or whether it is through a change in circumstances, then naturally the threat function can kick in. We can feel like we're uncomfortable. Um, and so the fear of change for many people provokes that response within them. And for for, for a lot of people, that means that they kind of recoil, they, they, they move themselves away from that change and quite often they resist it. Now, that's not only common within an individual. Um, it's a well kind of documented fact that around 70% of change programs within the corporate workplace fail, right? And a large part of that kind of research and, and documentation shows up because uh, individuals within that organization resist. They resist the change. They don't want to move out of their comfort zone. They begin to fear what the change will bring. And there's other reasons within the corporate workplace, such as uh, management support and effective communication, amongst many others. But resistance is present. And if we go back to on an individual basis, when resistance is present, we tend to think about the negative aspects of what change will bring. We begin to move into a mindset of what if this change is negative? What if this occurs? What if this happens? So the what ifs are pretty powerful. And the human mind is, is an incredible tool, right? We we have this incredible ability as human beings to imagine things. We, we can visualize. And in fact, if you look around 
the room that you're sitting in, Chris, and, and, and the listeners were to look around the room that they're sitting in, everything that they can see and that we can see is at some point being someone's imagination, right? Which this stuff blows my mind. I mean, everything around us was once someone's imagination. And so imagination is extremely powerful. And yet when it comes to change, we can often imagine the worst case scenario. We think, like I said, about the negative aspects, the what ifs. What if it goes wrong? What if the change doesn't work out? What if I'm wrong? What if this is something that disrupts the kind of harmony or the peace that I feel within my comfort zone? And so our imagination takes us to the negative aspects of what change can bring. Now, what I love to say to clients that I work with is, is well, if we can imagine the worst case scenario, we may as well have a bit of fun and imagine the best case scenario, right? Imagine what change could bring. Imagine the endless possibilities that could show up from change. Imagine how much it could enrich our lives. Imagine all those scenarios that if I embrace this change, what are the possibilities it could show up? What is the the kind of limitless potential of, of outcomes that could be really positive for me? And so for me, one of the, the, the biggest uh I would say tools, if you like, or certainly not, maybe not a tool, but an approach to change would be to reframe it, would be to consider all of the positive things that change can bring and begin to visualize those positives and kind of feel into them. And once we begin to feel into the positive aspects of what change could bring, consider how would I move into that change? What would give me the best opportunity to embrace this change that would take me towards a positive outcome. Now, people may say, well, that's that's okay if, if the change has a positive outcome, but what if you can't see any positive outcomes? Well, in that instance, I think rather than resisting the change, just sitting with the change, like becoming aware of how you're feeling, noticing what's coming up for you, kind of speaking to people, who can support you through change, which I think is a really important one. Uh, whenever I've kind of went on, uh, uh, I suppose, or experienced change in my own life, whether that's uh, leaving my old company to set up Mindful Talent, I've always seeked the support and guidance of others, whether that was in the form of a coach or a mentor or an individual that has been through a similar change and tapped into their wisdom and experience. So my two tips for embracing change and, and, and letting go of the fear of change would one be use your imagination to consider all of the positives and if you're thinking about negatives then imagine what the opposite of that negative would be imagine what the the absolute opposite of that negative would be and then imagine what that looks like and the second tip would be to engage with someone or a group of individuals who could support you through that change maybe in the form of a mentor or in the form of a coach or in the form of someone who has walked that path? My name's Andrew Tilling, um, and I help people who want to make a difference. I help them become successful and fulfilled leaders of change and open the doors on extraordinary careers as change makers. And I do that through imachangemaker.com. Change is so damn scary. I mean, here we are having a nice little status quo. We're all comfortable with our emotional boundaries, all nicely defined. And then along comes this looming threat that the world that 
we inhabit is doomed. I mean, it's literally the end of the world, at least emotionally, and that that's stressful, right? So the fear of change then is, or is often certainly in a group setting, coming from a lack of clarity about the changes taking place and and a feeling of being out of control of the situation. And, and the more complex the stakeholders involved are, then the, the more difficult it can be to get a clear sense of all the changes and the implications involved. And this leads to a digging in of heels and sometimes kind of great resistance, anxiety. And for a species continually in a state of change, we're lousy at it. <laughs> we've we've become much better at it as a species when we when we learned well how how we communicate ideas and uh, and communication is a great way to address fear of change when you when you're looking to bring it about or to uh, to influence it in some way. Now, Peter Senge in his book The Fifth Discipline he wrote about um, the want got gap and um, how when we know where we are and where we want to be, well, then the path between these two points becomes clear. And with the change makers, my coach, I, I come back to this point time and time again, because it's so simple that we could miss the powerful insight there. See, our, our brains are all about finding connections and, and forging pathways. It's like Google Maps, right? If, if you want directions, it's not enough simply to put in a destination. You have to put in an accurate location as well. Otherwise, every direction that you get will be wrong. Now think about it. If, if you don't have a grip on where you are, if you think you are less or, or more capable than you are, if you don't trust a colleague, if you feel like your future is out of control, if you, if you think there is a, an ulterior motive, your brain can't find a clear, safe next step to take, which leads to anxiety, leads to fear. Because when we're uncertain of our next step and, and we feel anxiety growing, typically it's because we don't understand enough about where we are or enough about where we want to be. So getting clarity on where you are and where you want to be is the first step to finding a safe, efficient, effective pathway to change. Your current status quo, and the forces moving against it, versus your vision, your situation, and your target. Two clear, distinct points with daylight in between. It's irresistible to those, those little connection-finding nodes in your brain. And when you've got lots of different people involved, taking the time to explore their view of these two points helps you both to see the situation in a richer way and, and find insightful new pathways. It's why I say that the, the authentic leadership that we need when we're, when we're making change isn't about how well you argue your point of view. It's about, it's about how many points of view you can empathize with at the same time. I've got a great tool to help you to turn a negative situation into a powerful vision for change at imachangemaker.com. And if you're a changemaker and a salespeople, we instigate a lot of change for people. I'd, I'd love you to stop by and check it out. Hi, this is Sarah Gregg from The Power to Reinvent, just popping on to share my thoughts with you on the fear of change. 
The fear of change is possibly the most pointless and unhelpful fear that we can have. To fear change is to fear life itself. We live in a world of constant change. Even at a cellular level, you're not the same person now as you were, say, five minutes ago. Change might feel unsettling, but with a simple reframe of your beliefs, change will soon become something that you celebrate. But the fear of change is so common. And why is that? Well, as human beings, our nature is to fear the unknown. And often in times of change, our minds and our inner critic rush directly to the worst case scenario. That restructure at work that will see you jobless, never to work again. The relationship that's ended that means you'll never find the one or that soulmate. The diet that you're starting, the new business that you're setting up, those big dreams you've decided to go after. When the result isn't clear, our minds panic a little bit because they want us to be safe. They want to protect us from harm. And as a result, we have this urge to retreat back into our comfort zone. So really to overcome the fear of change, we just need to comfort our minds that this change is a good thing. It's going to lead to growth and better opportunities. So we need to feed our mind with the information that it needs to hear so it knows how best to support us. Rather than resist change, we need to learn to embrace it because when nothing is certain, everything is possible. So rather than avoiding change or spending time fixated on those worst case scenarios, It's about turning into change and using it as an opportunity to create what you want from life. But how? How do you achieve this? Well, today I want to share with you an exercise which is incredible, super powerful to give your mind that reassurance that it needs and to help it direct its its attention to what it wants. And it's called scripting for success. This is a technique used widely across the world by sports psychologists to enhance athletes' performance. And it's also been made famous by law of attraction experts. Whatever you want to call it, manifestation, law of attraction, um, enhancing your subconscious mind, this really, really works. It directs your attention towards what you want and gives you that instant calming relief that everything is going to be okay and change is not to be feared but embraced. And here's how it works. So simple, just grab a pen and a bit of paper and write down your ideal scenario. So it could be how you see um, you working out um, in, in the gym, how you see yourself eating healthy meals, how you see yourself turning down the chocolate cake if you're starting that diet or how you see your, your new business evolving, how the customers come to you, how great your website looks, how confidently you speak at that presentation. Whatever it is, write down your ideal next chapter of your life as if you are the star of your very own movie. You'll notice instantly how you feel that release, how you feel just instantly soothed and better that the change that you want to see in your life is on its way. Your actions will start to align with that and your brain and your subconscious is supercharged and programmed up to look out and spot those opportunities that will bring you towards the reality that you want to see. 
energy goes where attention flows. And in times of change, the most empowering thing you can do is direct your attention towards what you want. Avoid the temptation to, I don't know, grab at quick fixes in your external world, but instead take that time to sort out your internal world, get your mindset right and watch how your actions come into alignment. Change will soon become your ally. It will be those moments that you look back on and you think, wow, I'm so happy that I broke up with that guy or girl. I'm so happy I got made redundant from that post. I'm so happy I started that diet. I'm so happy I went after those dreams because it's brought me to this moment now. Change is your friend. To embrace change is to live life fully. Thanks for tuning in to an episode of Not Another Sales Podcast, Face Your Fears. You know, I'd love to hear from you if you found this episode has resonated with you on a particular fear or if you've taken something away from what my guest shared with you. To connect with me, you can find me on LinkedIn. My name's Chris Hatfield, aka Not Another Sales Guy. I'm also on Instagram at Not Another Sales Guy with an underscore in each of those words. And also on Facebook under Not Another Sales Guy. I'd also really appreciate if you are listening to this and you found it valuable and you've taken something away from it to share it amongst your community, amongst your network. And if you're listening onto things such as Apple Podcasts, is to give it a rating. And I truly appreciate all of your support, all of your feedback and welcome any of your questions. But for now, I'll catch you soon.